Welcome to the Church on a Hill podcast with Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey from Palouse Federated Church in Palouse, Washington. We're glad you could join us and we're back with a special uh, guest, Mr. Mark Sawyer. Welcome to the podcast. Hey guys, uh, it's always a pleasure. Well, when I'm not insulted on the podcast, I'd say it's a pleasure to come join you guys. <laughs> well, I don't know what you mean by that, Mark. Uh, are you talking about the April Fool's episode where we called you perhaps? Uh, is is he eating soup? Is are it clam chowder? <laughs> are you eating soup for real? Yeah, oh uh, yeah. It's it, I I believe that you know this is a great beverage whenever people you know get together. Oh, you're always prepared. If you don't know what Mark's talking about, you can go back to our April first episode uh, where we may have called Mark to interview him, and we may have been in our own way trying to prank him, but uh, it was a disaster. <laughs> but oh is that really soup is that warm soup yeah it is i i come prepared and and i and i also i try to carry one in my pocket just in case you know you never know in these days people just could could use a warm i can't give them a hug so i can give them at least a cold can of soup oh wow that's awesome so thoughtful so uh, I, didn't, I didn't even put it together that was april fools until now but um, oh, wow. Well, so, <laughs> uh, so Tim is in his office. I am in Palouse's past. I'm somehow an apparition or a ghost, like partly in Palouse's past. Uh, Mark is at the school, Garfield Palouse High School, in, I guess, your classroom. And Mark, uh, what are you there with? And tell us about uh, what you're there with, if you would. Well, so... Um, this room has been in quarantine for quite some time because our competition robot was um, susceptible to the COVID virus. That there was, at, at its last public appearance, there were some positive cases. So it has been in quarantine. Um, I feel safe enough to be around it again. We were concerned it was going to be um, the source of, um, it, uh, of issues here in Palouse. So we kept it quarantined. But uh, yeah, this is our 2020... Um, competition robot this was designed and built by our students here in palouse uh we're really proud of this robot we're at the same time pretty um sad that our season was cut short um uh the season begins in january first saturday of january the game is revealed each year it's a different game um last year happen to have one right here <coughs> Last year we had balls of this size, like a big kickball that we had to um, try and manipulate in the game. This year there was uh, only two, sorry, I guess there's three elements that we went after. Um, and if I can rotate this guy. So we've got this big arm system. Everything um, goes onto one arm. And this year we get to pick up yellow dodgeballs and we can carry as many as five at a time, and our robot, if you can see enough, um, has a roller intake system where it'll suck them up off the ground, and then it keeps them in this hopper system. Then the other part of the game is there's a, almost looks like a miniature wheel of fortune, and so we've designed our robot with this belt system to go up and spin this wheel to uh, different colors or different amount of time. And then the really fun part of the event is at the very end of a match, um, we 
designed the whole robot around this hook system that it will come out and with pneumatics, it'll climb up five feet off the ground. Um, there's essentially a big teeter-totter that looks like a coat hook and multiple robots will climb on that. And if we can, I'll even try to share a picture of that. Don't know how well this will work. Am I still with you guys? Yeah. So we did get to compete once, which was a big benefit. There were many uh, teams that did not have that opportunity this year. Uh, did I take control? Do you guys see that picture now? Yeah, we do. Okay, so that was a really awesome match. Uh, that was that forced our rubber match in our to where we um, were in a loser out competition. Are they all off the ground? Yes, all three robots. So a competition is always going to be three robots against three robots. And our entire alliance, all three of the blue alliance climbed and that allowed us to beat the other. That's the only thing that allowed us to beat the higher ranked team. So that was a really fun match for us. That is an awesome looking robot and it's brownish in color. A lot of the parts. Can you tell us why, uh, uh, you know, so can you describe that to the yeah, watch? That's, that's a unique feature. Most of the time we are building our robots out of aluminum because it's strong and fairly light, or we use a lot of plastics like polycarbonates. Uh, this year we ended up building the majority of our robot out of bamboo. It's 100% bamboo plywood. Um, and the, how that came about was kind of by accident. Um, when we do our initial prototypes, we use plywood just because it's cheaper um, and it allows us to drill holes and make some changes. And so our original prototype was just out of cheap plywood. And in that same time frame, we were donated a bunch of bamboo plywood from Schweitzer Engineering um, here at the school. And so um, within conversation, as we were ready to move on past our prototyping stage, uh, someone just brought up, they go, well, what if we actually made this out of wood? And it ended up being a really big marketing technique. At our competition, we had all sorts of teams and students flooding to our um, area um, to hear of the bamboo bot because they didn't know if that was uh, <laughs> just a fluke or a real thing. And it actually allowed us to win an award. We won a, uh, the imagery award, uh, which is really cool. I, I can guarantee our other robots have never come close to winning that award. <laughs> so has anybody else built a robot out of wood or bamboo that you've seen? Uh, I don't know about I don't know about bamboo and my, our students were actually a little embarrassed at first to go this route because um, a lot of times the, the teams that have wood incorporated is a lower income, not a well-designed team. It's kind of a slap together feature, but there are teams in the world um, across the United States. There, there are some teams that every year they do a wooden robot intentionally. So um, there's definitely some, there, we, we're proving that, yes, um, it is a strong material and um, economical. It's also a green material is kind of how we are marketing it of um, just the amount of energy it takes to produce aluminum versus, you know, um, some bamboo plants can grow up to one meter in, one, in 24 hours. So that, that's kind of what we are trying to market as well as this idea. Uh, what if everyone did it? You know, the weedy principle. I don't know if you've heard that. What if everyone did it, you know, of just reducing our aluminum usage or plastic uses by even 10%. We're kind of extrapolating that to, even on a small scale in the world of robotics, how much aluminum and energy would be saved 
And then we also kind of moved that forward to what if even industry started looking at more of green materials in some applications versus the traditional ways of just always going to metal or what's easily accessible. That's cool. So the robot doesn't get to compete in the normal competitions. You got one in, but the season is essentially canceled or delayed. No, no. No, definitely, uh, they, they definitely can't cancel it because we, we paid a, almost an $11,000 entry fee. And so um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely postponed to the fall. Um, and it, what's unique is this was one of the very first events in the state or across the nation that was um, starting to be canceled. There was so much stress and confusion at the time of why are they doing this? Should they be doing this? And you know, within a few weeks, all that stress was for nothing because everything was shut down. Um, but no, they're, they're definitely looking to continue the season. The tough thing is always our seniors, you know, and, and I see that across the board, whether that's, you know, uh, sporting events, senior prom, you know, graduation, things are, things are going to be different. We're doing what we can to accommodate and um, still honor our seniors. But um, yeah, we, we, we hope to definitely continue uh, the season with this because it, it's been our most successful robot we're really excited about it cool and you've had some pretty successful robots in the past you've been to worlds haven't you before yep our uh, very first year we made it to st louis or when we went the second year we actually qualified to go to uh, houston but we didn't have the finances um and then we had kind of a uh, we haven't had the opportunity. Well, I'll just put it that way. <laughs> but we were, we were banking. We had a, actually had our tickets. We had already purchased plane tickets to Houston this year. And um, wow. the sad thing, yeah, we would have actually checked in yesterday at the hotel. Wow. So what, with all this COVID-19 school being distance learning, uh, what do robotics students do? Is there a robotics class? And now, are, what are the, or your other classes, I know you have some shop type classes what what do they do for distance learning um give us an example for the community out there hopefully i'm not putting you on the spot yeah so i um i always share at the beginning of my uh, semester each year that um so i'm one of our career and technical education teachers here so I, i'm paid out of a different budget uh in the sense of um the state recognizes you know the purpose of my job here is to, to give kids skills to enter the workforce or to at least make them aware of different opportunities and careers. Um, and so, yeah, being a CTE teacher online is a little bit different. We, yesterday was actually week, or was day one of going into a graded system. So uh, yeah, teaching building construction and mechanical systems and even robotics is pretty unique online because there's, yes, I, I can definitely put articles, uh, use resources like videos to give content, but um, as far as the problem solving, which is such a big part of robotics is, uh, and one reason I'm just such a fan of this program is, you know, in my metal fabrication class, so um, when we're building things, um, like this gearbox here, if we can, I'm gonna switch the camera for you guys. Here we go. Sure. Um, one reason why I just love the robotic process so much is, so this is an aluminum gearbox that we designed ourselves. And again, if I was to do something like that in my precision machining class of something that uh, a real problem that needs to be done, here's another example, this uh, giant sprocket, it's a 10 inch sprocket. 
and we needed to lose weight. So we actually went in and milled out these. So we designed a program and milled out to lose weight. And again, uh, why I love robotics versus just, uh, you know, in addition to my classroom is, you know, with some students, if they, um, if I give them an assignment to build this plate that's going to be used on a gearbox, if it doesn't work, they're like, oh, well, I guess I get a B minus instead of a B or you know, it's just a letter grade. In the world of robotics, if it doesn't work, you, you can't just say, oh, it's good enough. You, ha you have to go back. You have to make changes. And that's, that's what we're going to miss out a lot on um, with this distance education right now is that problem solving. And um, so how I am addressing it um, is on the fly and I'm having to learn as we go. Uh, I'm focusing a lot on CAD, um, which is our computer, computer aided design. Because um, again, so many of these parts, um, we did not hand cut out the gearboxes. We did not hand cut out these bamboo pieces. And that's what I'm so proud of here at the school is that we um, have the support and the technology now that uh, we're designing all these parts on um, computer software and then we're using a CNC router to go ahead and cut out these pieces. And um, normally we have a very expensive program called SolidWorks uh, for just a residential license. I think it's a $1,500 per seat. Um, thankfully we have a school package where we get it at a discount but it takes a really hefty computer to run that. And of course, students don't have that capability at home. I don't have that capability at my home. Uh, but there's new software that I came across uh, thanks to an employee at Schweitzer Engineering and um, it's called Onshape. And that free software, if anyone's really bored at home and wants to look into CAD, there's free tutorials. It's a free platform. And the amazing thing is it's all cloud-based. So um, these students at home no longer need a nice computer. They can use their Chromebook that the school gives them. They can even use um, basically any device. So a tablet, even your phone, you can start doing CAD software. Um, and so that, that's where I'm heading with robotics. My building construction class is also going to be doing um, some on-shape initially to learn um, just the, the design process because um, that's so much of where just all engineering is going is um, even, even in our world of robotics we go in and start designing ideas on the computer before we start cutting materials and putting stuff together. It's a quicker process. It's a lot more efficient of uh, resources they're not wasting resources to make something fit. Um, so that, that's why I'm really proud of that. We can teach those lessons here at um, Garfell High School. That's awesome, Mark. Um, and I just thank all you teachers for rolling with it and figuring stuff out. It's, um, it's an unexpected new season that we're in. Um, so, it, you know, connecting with your kids is different or harder right now. I know you like to really connect with kids. You're the local young life leader. Uh, you know, what, what would you say to parents or kids right now? I mean, are there things that you are saying or that you want to share? Um, maybe it's things the community needs to hear about high school students. Um, you said a little bit about seniors and what they're missing out on, but are there other things that you think we need to be thinking about or you want to share? Sure. Something. Um, so I'm also in the world of spring work right now, farming. And so um, I always, it's a favorite time of season for me because I listen to a lot of podcasts and one that I listened to yesterday was um, really interesting and it brought up how um, in the normal days, you know, before COVID stay at home order, 
Uh, a lot of times people would communicate through email or text quickly, but it was kind of, it wasn't as normal to pick up the phone and actually have a conversation. And uh, this particular discussion was saying how if you did receive a phone call, it was usually an agenda. There, were, there was something urgent. There was something people needed from you. There, it wasn't just the calling in, checking in, how are you doing? And um, that's, what, that's what I have been um, finding is a blessing in this season is um, just how much connection I've been able to actually do with um, even some of my old friends from college or just with family. But um, that, long story short, to bring that around, um, people have time right now. And, and that, that's, that's what I would encourage you guys to do is it's no longer need to reach out and check on people because you need something from them or, uh, you, but just to, just to reach out and, um, and it, like I said, across the, across the age groups, whether it's, uh, you know, a grandparent calling a grandson or um, even just if it's your neighbor, um, giving them a call. Uh, I, I think that's really important right now because uh, even the, the high schoolers that I have been able to reach out to, um, uh, you brought up young, young Life, and we have been doing Young Life every Monday over Zoom. Um, so again, we're just video conferencing. We do uh, have some fun plans to hopefully get together in a safe way uh, once some of these um, restrictions are lifted for Young Life. But um, without a doubt, I, I think our youth they don't understand healthy communication. <laughs> They're so used to just being plugged into a phone that um, I think to just have a, a conversation even without the video, just um, you know, talking with an adult would be really impactful at a, at a time like this. Yeah, that's, that's a good word. Uh, you know, so connect, 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 uh, whatever the age group I like, we can check in with, uh, you know, maybe a cousin that we have, a nephew that we have. It doesn't have to be someone in town. Everybody has time right now. So checking in with people. Uh, hey, uh, so if someone wanted to join in uh, and they're not part of the Young Life now, maybe a parent's listening, maybe a student's listening, uh, how do they get connected with you if they want to be on that Zoom? I'm sure you're connecting with as many as possible, but tell us a little bit more about that uh, Monday night Zoom meeting, is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, Monday nights. Um, and I, the best way um, is find us on Instagram. Our other leader, Beth uh, Lewis, she does a great job of keeping Instagram always up to date. Um, so is uh, it like Garfield Palouse Young Life on Instagram? or what Well, see, my students call me a boomer already because they think I'm so old. <laughs> so I don't really do Instagram very well. So I can't even tell you that, hey, hit us up at Garfield I don't. I don't know what it is, honestly. Uh, so we will try to find a link and post it with. Uh, yeah, look in the show notes after the podcast and subscribe here. Yeah, uh, write that down. <laughs> so no, they can always contact. Uh, they can always get a hold of me. Uh, emails great. M Sawyer at garpal.net is a, a, a an easy go to to get a hold of me. Cool. Cool. And yeah, I'm not very good at the Instagram. Uh, yeah. So I know that uh, the seniors with Garfield Palouse High School, they're, they're, uh, the Garfield Palouse uh, ASB is highlighting uh, one senior at a time through Instagram. Did you know that, Mark? 
Uh, I know they're working on some really cool, and was, uh, they're they're getting really creative in ways to yeah to honor our seniors and to um, hopefully just get, keep us connected. So yeah. I have not heard, I had not heard that one, but I know there's some. I've heard some other pretty cool plans in the. In well, the we kind of have an inside track to Mr. Jones. I don't know if you could do too. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, so seniors, are there other things you want to say about seniors? Uh, they seem yeah. To Actually, so I, I will brag on the senior class right now. Um, so just yesterday, we rolled out our new curriculum for the fourth quarter. And uh, unfortunately, the freshmen, sophomore, juniors have no choice. They get to take the classes for uh, – it's required to take all classes. Um, the majority of my – since I am the career and technical education, at this point for our graduating senior class, none of my classes are required for graduation. So – all of my classes and other electives, maybe um, our art band teacher and um, some of the other elective classes are um, are not required at this point. We, we really want to have the seniors focus on getting their required classes to get graduation um, complete. Um, but I want to brag because I sent out the email to my personal finance class where I'm able to teach the foundations curriculum by Dave Ramsey. And um, I was really thrilled how many of those students on their own accord are wanting to continue the class. Um, the majority of the students that want to continue and is they do want to take it for a grade um, so that it will help their GPA. And then what's interesting is I even had a few of the students say they don't want to take it for a grade, but they do want to continue the course um, just for the content. So again, that makes me really proud that these guys have um, just a really good um, a base or at least an appreciation for the content and they're wanting to learn it and um, again just to show across the nation how many different companies are reaching out and trying to um, just really serve our country uh, the the Ramsey company they've actually donated um, the, until the end of June their curriculum for free because um, I, I do have the in-house curriculum where we do videos and actual manual workbooks, but they have donated to me and my class the online version uh, for the rest of the year. And also based on podcasts for uh, uh, not just teenagers at home, um, I don't know if you guys know, but Financial Peace Online is actually free right now for the first time in history for a 14-day trial. So that's uh, free to any household um, and again, in these times, it's it's really good information. Yeah, uh, my wife had told me that. You know, she's a big uh, financial peace person, as you're well aware, because you're a big financial peace person. And coincidentally, we, we are interviewing her today as well. Oh, yeah. All right. About uh, finances during this time, uh, financial planning a bit, uh, financial peace, um, what to do with stimulus checks, financial scams. We're going to be talking about all that kind of stuff. Today. Perfect. It's Financial Literacy Month, too. Way to go, April. Yeah. It right. is Financial Literacy Month, Tim. Yeah. Now we know that. Yes. Well, we knew that before, but that's okay. We did? <laughs> well, I, I, I did. didn't know that. <laughs> did you know that, Tim? Yes. Well, we used to uh, celebrate it at the state legislature. It was always a big deal to talk about Financial Literacy Month. Yeah. Wow. I, uh, I have missed former, former life. Yeah. I, I just not celebrated. I'm going to have a cake or something. Yeah. You know what we should also do is I think we can find a video clip of this robot in action from your competition. And we're going to try to post a link of that too uh, with, with the show notes so that people can see that. 
And then we really hope that the robot gets to, uh, the robot and the team, more importantly, get to be in action this fall. Um, you know, there's going to be a new normal after this, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. yeah. About, like, what do we want to go back to? I, I, I hear a lot of people talking about that. Have you thought about that, Mark, as a teacher, as a dad? Yeah, actually, um, I just had that conversation even with, um, so our other CTE teacher, uh, Megan Wilson, I'll give her a shout out. Yeah, we, we were just talking about how crammed the fall is going to become because everything's being pushed into the fall and there's already a busy, I mean, between fair, haunted, Palouse and Palouse days, it's already a busy fall. So, um, yeah, we're, we're both looking at it as a positive thing of it's going to really force um, our priorities, you know, in a way of, of what is what is important. And after having, you know, um, I'm just loving this amount of time with my family. Um, uh, Brittany said it the other day that I've never had this much time with my family in my life. And that hit me really hard. But thankfully, then I did think about, well, I'm guessing all of us really haven't had this much quality time with family and, um, you know, immediate family in our life. And so I hope we are uh, appreciating that. And I, I hope that when new normal comes around that uh, we don't just abandon and, you know, swing to the other end of the spectrum of just abandoning family and, um, you know, because there's going to be so much to maybe do or get made up. But um, no, I, I, my, how I'm looking at it is there's going to be a lot to do this fall, but I think that's going to create opportunities for student leadership, but even maybe more community involvement. We can get more adults or uh, parents, mentors involved to take some ownership and um, cause yeah, I can't multiply myself and be in, uh, more than one place at once. So, um, and I guarantee there's going to be simultaneous events on the same day this fall because, um, between FFA and robotics and, um, there's still a lot of unknowns, but everyone is trying to continue the opportunities that, um, these students have been preparing for. Yeah, that's good to think about some of that stuff in advance and just being patient with each other and and not necessarily going back to whatever the old normal exactly was. If there's some lessons we learned, uh, maybe we need to we do need to take those with us. Um, uh, you know, we I think it would be good to interview Megan and and Matt. Uh, so if you talk to them, Mark, tell them we want to interview them. But we're gonna try to I, I I'm I'm gonna try to track them down. I think it would be good. I know Megan has a a plant sale coming up for FFA, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I, I've never, um, and Megan's definitely in charge, but I, I, I've been, I'm able to go up and check that greenhouse almost daily. And, um, yeah, I'm so excited. In all my teaching career, I've been in, I, this will be the fourth greenhouse I've been involved with and I've never had a plant sale look this good. <laughs> so, um, cause yeah, th this is the, the best greenhouse I've ever been been around as far as technology and it's it's new and working well so we're gonna have some great plants um and if you uh in the show notes if you guys don't have a link to that website um we're uh the first last weekend of april and first weekend of may we're having 15 minute blocks where you can and i know the first day is already um sold out as far as time slots and even the next um so we're getting some really good feedback but um, wouldn't hurt to have more advertisements so we can get yeah, that link as well. Cool. We Got will definitely put that link in there. I see Tim, I can see Tim's screen and he's furiously writing down that this, uh, this link, you know, so, uh, and it'd be good to interview Megan and, and, um, yeah, 
So we'll try to do that. Um, I already made my appointment. So <laughs> Tim, Tim's part of the uh, probably the first wave. He wants oh, to plants and flowers. Yeah. So, well, Mark, anything else you want to share with us? We appreciate you giving us this time today. Anything? Anything else? Uh. Congratulate! You've made me speechless. That's not normal. So, wow. yeah. Wait, I uh, I really can't wait to be together with you and have some clam chowder. Um, you know, I feel like soup really brings people together, and um, so I'm looking forward to that day whenever it is. Yeah, the soup bot. If you make a robot that eats clam chowder, man, I will sponsor part of it. I think it, I, we could at least have it cook clam chowder, and then we could work on maybe distribution. Okay, cooking. I would sponsor that as well. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, seems fair. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we're out of the point where we've covered what we need to cover. <laughs> hey, thanks for what you guys do. Uh, appreciate everything you guys do up on the hill. Yeah, so, yeah. Appreciate that, Mark. Uh, keep keep working hard. Tim, you want to take us out? Sure. Thank you all for uh, listening and watching to the Church on the Hill podcast. This has been Tim Sievers and Pastor Corey coming to you from various locations, uh, along with our special guest, uh, just rubbing it in our face, Mark Sawyer eating his soup. Mark, uh, you have to say something for it to be recorded so they can see what oh, you're doing. Hey, I, just signing out again. Um, <laughs> doubter. It brings people Unbelievable. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. Listening, everybody. We'll see you next time.